bonding session. Should I take back the gift that I gifted you when we were in a relationship once we've broken up? Hi, I'm with the Aldrin and the team. Kipak's most busy. Yo, <laughs> I've got a story. I bought my girlfriend, my then girlfriend, a car, uh, which I was paying for. Six months later, she dumped me and she went to visit a new boyfriend with the car that I bought her. Now, I made up a trick. I stopped paying for the car and they repossessed the car. After repossessing the car, I went there and paid the outstanding balance cash. They brought the car back. I sold the car and bought a new car for my now girlfriend. I win! Oh, my This is Aldrin Sempia on Beyond the Headline. It is 10 minutes after 5 o'clock and it's time for the bonding session. We're taking your calls on 086-000-2032. Voice notes on 614 And you can also drop me an X at Aldrin Sempia. My co-pilot, co-presenter, this evening is Sbusiso Ngumalo, who is a pilot. It's not like, you know, <laughs> not us play, play pilots. He is a proper, proper pilot, senior at the... How long has it been now? Um, With SAA or... No, just being a pilot sure. since you got your license. I started flying when I was 16. Sorry? Yeah. Sorry? Yes. No, what, what do you mean? So I flew when I was in high school. Um, remember the scholarship I told you about the advisory yeah. that I got into Washkov Cliff. So what are you I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, 16? I hope so. <laughs> 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 I started flying when I was 16. Wow. I flew microlights and then yeah. Damn, 16. So it's been since 2001. Yeah, 2001. So it's now 23 years. Wow. Wow. Ever thought of doing another no, gig, Nyana? No. Like behind the mic? This, yes. This, yes. this we Definitely, could do. Yeah, this, I could this do. we could do. This okay. is beautiful, yeah. Okay. Spusu Sungumalo is uh, my guest this afternoon. And um, he wants to know about that one inspirational story that you always go back to um, when you when you are perhaps maybe at your lowest and your darkest um, and you just need to climb out of this thing that sometimes holds you back, but there's a human being that has gone through something and for some strange reason, their story is inspirational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, this topic really, really is very close to my heart because um, quite recently we know we've been through a very tough time as a, as a well, internationally mm. when we... We had COVID and a lot of people lost loved ones. Um, the world was practically shut down. Um, some of us were at home, unemployed for a period and unpaid. And um, as we had to get back into operations and start work all over again, we needed to dig deep, you know, to find that reason of, yes, I need to come back. Mm. I need to come back. And what stories that that's what um, I, I want to find out from a lot of people because with me it took a lot of support and family and looking at you know the whole um, industry as a whole to mm-hmm. say if we don't do anything now about it who else is going to do something about it yeah um, it's an unselfish act to say that you're trying to pave the way for the rest of uh, the, the next generation mm-hmm, of pilots mm-hmm, to come mm-hmm, across, mm-hmm. Uh, behind you because you know the importance of also having a carrier like the one we have, our national carrier, mm-hmm. to be sustainable, to be able to to stay afloat, so that some like people like us, yeah, and our children, our children's children, and can have a legacy to look forward to. 
Yeah. But if you think about it, the airline is now 90 years old. It's this year. Celebrating 90s. SA is celebrating 90 years. Wow. And that's a legacy. Mm-hmm. And I wish it stays for another night. Yeah. So digging deep and getting things back. I mean, I can imagine how many people had to overcome so much adversity to be where they are today. So I'm really interested to find out our callers um, and anyone. Uh, they can call us on uh, 086-000-2032 or says, send us a voice note on uh, 0614-104-107 or on X. The handle is SAFM Radio. And they can alternatively try my X handle at Flying Zulu. So yeah, I'm very keen. So we can maybe take the caller's name Z yeah. from Cape Town International Airport. Very good afternoon. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. In New Zealand. Okay, I'm just picking up my partner at the airport for clarity. I don't stay here. I'm not always here. Oh, okay. I was about to ask. You know that movie with Tom Hanks who lives in the airport? I was like, whoa, Z. That gig must be fun. I, I, I thought that Z's a stowaway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Z. Thank you. I been first and foremost, I want to know your ethnicity. Dude, you speak more closer than I do, and I'm closer. Ah, I'm clear lang masakant. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, this is gonna sound like a cliche, but for me, it's Oprah, not Oprah, the presenter, the Oprah that gave so many cars and stuff like that. Okay, Oprah came from very humble beginnings, she used to wear a potato sack in, in school, mm. and she was put the sack girl at school and. After that, she went so much. She was a friend, 19 year old, when she was so little. And then her uncle as well mm. continued to do that to her for several years. And um, she had a mother. But at this time, she was staying with her grandmother. Her mother was staying in an affluent area, if you wish. She was renting a place in a white family's um, home. Also, went there one time to visit. And um, there the mother would not introduce Oprah to the larger family. Mm-hmm. And when it came to eating and getting inside the actual house, she was not allowed because of her contraction. Mm. Her mother was, yeah, yeah. And then after that, she had to slip in a balcony, an open balcony, mm. uh, because this black girl could just not be integrated uh, with the rest of the white folks within the house. And um, when she confronted her mother about this, and also informed grandmother, no one did anything about this. It was brushed off, and the cycle continued. It was not just, just this one thing. So yeah. for her to pick up, jack off, be the person that we know her to be today, mm-hmm. and also continue to uplift other people, man, she is... Even if I can just be half of the woman that she is, I'll be very happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oprah is one of those uh, those people. Apologies there for the uh, for the poor quality of the line there. Um, as Z did indicate that she's at the Cape Town International Airport, so it's very busy, very, very, very busy. Um, but Oprah's story is one of those. Uh, it's just one of those incredible, inspirational stories. Um, how you come from absolutely nothing to become the most powerful person outside of just being a woman, but yeah. powerful person on this globe. Yes, yes. Um, the, the, the amount of resilience she's shown. I mean, the hardships she went through, um, how she grew up, and the ex- those hard life experiences she went through. Yeah. You know, it's, th- this is one of those things that I really need to 
I try and find inspiration on and is how do you wake up the next day after mm. something like that happens? Such mm-hmm. a significant seismic shift in your life. And you wake up the next day, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm. That's the story I want to hear. That's the story I want to find out from people because we, we, I think we really take ourselves for granted. Yeah. We, we don't really realize how much it takes for an individual to get up and do something the very next day or as time progresses yeah. after something heavy has happened. We were actually, um, over the weekend, we had a night vigil with other journalists in solidarity with journalists yes. from, um, from, from Israel. And one of the editors of Al Jazeera um, lost his entire family. They were killed um, by one of the airstrikes from the Israeli government or the IDF. And um, the very next day, he was in front of the camera, camera. working. Yeah. Then he lost his camera person that he was working with. Yes. The next day he was still Same. on air reporting. Yeah, yeah that resilience is, 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 is incredible. Wow. All right. Okay. So we have Togozani from KZN on the line. Hello, Togozani. How are you? Hi. How are you guys? I'm good. good thank good, you. Togozani. Good, good, good. Loving the show and loving the stories. Uh, from my side, um, I would say my inspiration came from a work colleague of mine um, when uh, he told me the story of how he became the first trained medical physicist in Tigerbeck Bay Hospital in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And the story had so much parallels to how I, I, I feel my, also my story whereby I was submitting an assignment. I saw a, 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 a board notice board with a title of a medical physicist and I went there and I said, I want to do that. I'm changing the course I'm doing. So he <laughs> trained, and you know the, the the struggles of just training as a medical physicist, uh, being your first generation who has to learn about radiation and apply it in medicine, and how the story was just so much in parallel, and also that he just packed his bag and went to Cape Town to train, wow. which is now I was the third uh, person to do that, and we inspired to make sure that. More wow. of our people come through, so <laughs> so it was quite amazing. Yeah, have have you ever spoken to him after after your decision? Uh yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 well, the notice board person was actually Dr. Chamberlain, yeah. and he left when I was out. So basically, I was in first year, but I needed to be on fourth year before I can train as a medical physician. Wow. Mm-hmm. So on that fourth year, when I went up with my results to say I'm starting. Then he had already resigned. So I met him at the Physicist Association and I told him, Sir, remember I told you that I'm going to be a physicist. And here I am. Look at me. You in an association. Well, well, well done, Togozano. Wow, <laughs> well done, well That's done. Brilliant, yeah. incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank, thank, you th- thank you so much for the call. So tell us about your inspirational stories, as you heard there. That um, also, it does not necessarily have to be somebody who's <laughs> famous. By the way, um, I know that I referenced Jennifer Hudson. Uh, you referenced the famous pilot from the U.S., but it doesn't have to be somebody who is famous. There are people who live their lives amongst us who are not globally renowned. But in your life, they are renowned. We'd love to hear about those stories. 0614-104-107. And you can drop me an X at Aldrin Simpia. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. Headline with Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m.
0614104107. That is our voice note line. You can also drop me a call on 086-000-2032. And uh, you can X at Eldrin Simpier in studio with Busiso Ngumalo, a pilot with SAA, as we explore the inspirational stories, the type of stories that really um, inspired us so much that sometimes you even decide um, to, to change your career based on how another person has led their life and the decisions that they have taken. So we'd love to hear about that. And who knows, maybe it's, this could become one of those podcasts when you feel down and out and you feel like, you know, the world is against you, that you go to this podcast and you listen back to the podcast and be inspired by other people's stories and how they have managed to be resilient or how they have managed to change the course of life. Mm. Because that's another thing. It's sometimes not just about the individual, but it's about the society as well that they are part of. 0614-104-107. And you can drop me an X at Aldrin Simpier. Our studio line is 86 Hashtag SFMBTH. Good afternoon, Aldrin. I'm from Centurion. Um, my goodness, such a lovely feel-good Friday moment that you're having there with your co-pilot um we're captain my captain yes welcome welcome mr Ngumalo. um it's great to have you on the bth show the story that you had just shared about marlon green is so inspirational and i think more than anything it's saying to the rest of us that we should not be scared you know to 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 stand up for the truth and um even if that truth that you are standing up for might not impact you today but it will pave the way for for other people you know i have a similar story where one day i will write a book about a fight that i had to fight within the workplace that i'm not benefiting for from but other people will surely benefit that are going to come after me have a Mm. great one lovely show as always thank you and i think the story about about marlon as well is um what what you draw from it is don't be afraid to take on power Yes. Because it's very difficult to take on power. Yep. Um, when you are just that little guy there who at this particular point, you're even fighting to be recognized, yes. but you have to take on power. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, as Nkama said, um, you know, she's going to write a book one yeah. day. She's brave. We, <laughs> we look forward, we're to, looking the forward to, to reading that book because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will actually be relating to that. And myself included. I've been through a similar situation where don't 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 be selfish mm. um look at that particular moment you don't realize how much of a sacrifice it is was it difficult for you if Very. if this is the one that i'm thinking about yeah it is, it is yeah it was yeah i mean mentally i think that was the first time i actually actively went to a therapist every week mm-hmm. for a couple of months mm. just to get my head right why did you do it it was not this was no longer for me anymore it was no longer for me anymore because I had benefited enough. I had received the fruits of my career. And just to think that it was never going to be possible for another generation, that couldn't sit well with me. I didn't want to be one of those um, people at my old age uh, or in my deathbed. Mm. Have a regret that said, why shouldn't I have done more? And when you see that systematically, it's now no longer feasible for us as a mm. people to be where we want to be yeah 
So to me, it was it was a very, very, very tough decision to make to actually come to the conclusion to say, okay, this is this is what needs to be done. Did you did you weigh up the repercussions? Yes. What could happen? Yeah. Yeah. That I would be, yeah, barred, blacklisted, but mm. it needed to be done. Yeah. It needed to be done, and look at us today and today you still have your hey. head on <laughs> you still have your head on 0614-104-107 and x at aldrin simpier hi aldrin zaris here i think my inspiration one of my inspiration i would say it's actually aldrin simpier aldrin i remember when you spoke about your result about the metric how you succeed with a lot of uh with a great percentage yeah and uh, to see you one day you receive this uh, new young matriculant how uh, they've uh, actually achieved with great result the excitement that you have the encouragement and how you don't <laughs> you usually actually applaud people whenever they do well like you have the pilot day you always support <laughs> and rejoice with those who are doing great things you never uh, actually refrain uh, from that even though you also one of those who are smart so for me that inspired me a lot oh thank you thank you thank you yes. <laughs> thank you thank you thank you for that i have to say last year one of the biggest decisions that i took was um be more generous with your compliments so tell people when they are doing well oh, yeah. don't hold it back oh, because yes. some people love to hear that it, the affirmation is incredible oh yes the information yes. is oh, incredible. It's incredible. So we've got another call on the line, uh, Janelle from George. Hello, Janelle. Welcome to the bonding session. Hi. How are you doing? Good and you, Janelle. I'm good, thank you. Good, good, um, I'd I'd like to share about a friend of mine. Hmm. Um, you know, we went into lockdown in uh, March. I think end of March 2020. Yes. Hmm. And within that year, she lost um, her daughter just as we started a daughter and a son-in-law. Um, to an accident, um, and you know, it resulted to her uh, being the the um, the mother to the daughter and the daughter-in-law's son. And within that year of losing her um, her daughter and the the son-in-law, she also lost her father Oof. as well as her husband. Um, so one of the things that she normally says is that um, she couldn't do anything within within that year because you know we were all under lockdown yeah. and. She runs a preschool, so obviously there were no kids coming in um, with her having to keep busy. So she says she was actually forced within that time of being in lockdown um, to sit still and to work through her grief. And she says whenever things hit hardest, um, the little boy to whom she's now the foster mom, um, he was actually the reason that, you know, she can pick herself up and just continue forward again. So she says... Although it was like a major loss, um, he was actually the reason for her to just, you know, pick herself up, especially on days when she felt that, you know, this is just getting too difficult for me. Um, And on top of that, another friend of ours, um, she went to go and stay by them just before lockdown actually hit. So it was sort of like a godsend because um, for, for the mere fact that there was somebody else with them in the house, um, that could take care of them and just make sure that they're eating, you know, and somebody that could just say, come on, you guys have got this, you can make it. Um, so those are the two people that I'd really like to salute um, for what they've gone through. Yeah. And um, just it's a it's a sign and a show of humanity and 
the fact that we do have resilience. Yeah. Um, and resilience doesn't always mean that, you know, you come out on the other side and it's all hunky-dory. Mm. But even when it's at its most difficult, uh, that we know that with the support of others, that we're still able and capable um, to make it through and hold our heads up high. And even through um, what she's gone through, she she still takes time out to motivate other people and to um, sort of take others by the hand that are that are going through grief, grief processes. Um, and, yeah, she also does a lot of community work and so on. So um, that's really a person that, that I look up to. Um, and as you said earlier, it's not uh, necessarily a celebrity, but it's somebody yeah. in our circle, in our community, that, that is just an everyday person that, that for me, is, is, an, is an everyday hero. Janelle, thank you so sure. much for that call. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I actually want to, I'll share the story, though, after the news headlines. Again, about my girl, Jennifer Hudson. There we go. <laughs> Going beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia. And welcome back to a bonding session with Eldrin Simpia and myself, Spususongi Malo. You remember to call us on 86 triple. Uh, zero two zero three two. You're doing well. Send us You're a doing voice well. notes on 0614 <laughs> or send us uh, an X on uh, SAFM Radio. So welcome back, and I see we have Tommy from uh, Kempton Park on the line. Hi, oh. how are you guys? Good in you, Tom. Good, good, Tommy. How's it? Uh, good man. I'm your first caller, SAFM. Oh, welcome, welcome. Spoo, that means you must come back more often. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Tell, me, tell me, hello, you can go ahead. Okay, yeah, my inspiration story, I think it happened, I'm from KZN, and I grew up there in the mm. rural area of Umbumbuli. So when I was visiting my uncle in, in a place called uh, Nagina, around uh, Pine Town, so I met this guy, I was studying laboratory assistant and I was doing entry. And the guy that I met, he told me that uh, even if you do your entry, if you don't have a degree, you will never be my boss. Yeah. And that statement changed me to go and do a degree. And now I'm now a manager. So that guy... Did you I become his met. boss though? No, no, no. I never met the guy, but he, <laughs> but he convinced me to go and do a degree, which yeah. I completed, and now I am a manager. So he, he inspired me for that statement, Absolutely. which I think, I don't think I was going to... Life-changing. Wow. Yeah, Life-changing. So I, I don't and think bank I balance changing. That. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy, you know, you, it's thank you so much, Tommy, for the well. call. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank okay, you thanks a lot, you guys. Thank sure. you. Wow, the power of of words. Eh? So now we also have Matsepo from Midrand. Uh, Matsepo, welcome to the bonding session. Hi, how are you? Very well, thanks. And you? I'm good, thank you. I'm a first-time caller. Hey, ah, two in a row. Spussy, so you I must come, come back. back. <laughs> welcome to the show, Matepo. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm a first-time caller, but a regular listener. Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Welcome, Matepo. Okay. Uh, my inspirational story is about myself. Mm. So, in 2009, I went to our college. I'm from the area in Limpopo around Khroblazau. So I go to CS Ballads, an FET college. They mm. call TVET now. Mm. So when I get there, I wanted to do electrical engineering, but there were three queues. It was electrical, mechanical, and civil engineering. Mm. 
So I queued on a wrong queue. I wanted to do electrical, but I was on the civil engineering queue. So when I got, you know, we wake up early in the morning because they're always packed and everybody yeah. wants mm. to get the chance and space. Mm. So uh, as I got to the registration office, they said to me, well, you're on the wrong queue and now you have to go and start the queue from, from, from the very back if you want to do electrical. So oh. I said to them, well, just register me on the civil engineering. I did not know at the time what it meant, what it's about, and, and, Sing and, that. and, and. <laughs> yeah. So, I said, well, just register me on that, uh, I was calling it civic engineering, because yeah. I did not really know. Civic education. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, eventually I did it, I completed, and, uh, I'm currently working for a geotechnical company wow. that is based in Midrand. We do most of our work with Sassel. Today you can walk into Sassel and ask them who Dorcas is. My other name is Dorcas, by wow. the way. They will be able to tell you who I am. So I just want to say to uh, all the kids out there that don't look down to yourself, you can do it. If I did it, yeah. Without knowing it, Absolutely. you can also do Even it. if you are in the wrong queue. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, and I love you so much, Aldrin. Uh, you know, I, I want to meet you one day. I don't know how, but eventually yeah. I will meet you. Ah, thank point. you so much. You thank are you. such an inspiration. And you don't look down to anybody. I mean, you speak to everybody with respect so big up man you're such an inspiration i love you so much Dokas, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully so somewhere in the queue somewhere yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for the call Dokas matepo from Midrand. wow how awesome was that Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. I, like I said, you must come back more often. No, two calls in Evidently. No, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> Tabang from Rustenburg, welcome to the show. Please tell me you're a first-time caller as well. Uh, uh, hello, Adam. This is Tabang. Um, uh, my inspiration okay. came from my mom, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, I'm a first-time caller. <laughs> no, hey, no What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome, welcome, Tabang. Dolly, Dolly. So at the time, I was still staying in Joburg. Mm. So um, uh, as a primary school learner, you know, when you come from school, very hungry. So um, when I came home, when I came home, there was nobody there. Uh, so my mom wasn't working uh, far from where we stayed, and uh, at the time, she she, she was a uh, um, a tailor. She still is, by the way. It's just that uh, at the time she was a tailor and she didn't work uh, far from where she So I dropped my books, went straight to where she was, and when I came there, um, uh, when I arrived, uh, she, 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 one of the words, the words she, she said to me on that day stuck with me till today. Mm. Like they, they, they break me. And they, they push me to, to be and do more. So uh, those words were Tabang Onalima Toho, meaning you have hands yeah. and, and uh, you, you have a brain. Like you can, you can cook for yourself, you can do things for yourself. So you don't need to depend on people to, to, to get to where you want to be or to have what you want. Uh, only when you want to do something, you can. You don't have to depend on me to always be there for you. One day I won't be there. So those words, uh, mm. they, 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 even today, they still motivate me. Even when I'm at my lowest, 
I, I still remember my mom saying, Tabang, unali matzoho. Tabang, unali matzoho. I love that. I love it. And it's so simple, yeah? It's, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing like, I don't know, like, like, really, like, you can see, like, keep in the depth of what, what, no, but it's, but it's really, really simple. You've got hands. You've got hands. Unali is, is your mom still around, Tabang? She's still around. Yeah. And do you tell her that um, because of that conversation that you had with her, that um, some of the decisions that you've taken in life is because of that moment? Yes. Uh, like, me and my mom are very close. Like, we, I give her a call almost mm. every day. What's like, her name? Even today. Even today, we spoke. Uh, we, we always talk. Like, yeah. uh, last weekend, I was at, 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 at home. I went to visit her. We always talk, and I always tell her how much of an inspiration she Yeah. What's her yes. name? What's uh, her name? Uh, Mary Lebona, but she goes by Tino. Everybody knows her as Tino. Tino. Tenyo. Do you do you ever tell her Tenyo Unali Mato? Hey, you never call your mom by her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thank you, Tabang Tabang there from Rustenburg. Wow. Alright, thank you so much, Tabang. And we have Pumza on the line from Pretoria. Hello, Pumza, and welcome to the bonding session. Yo, thank you very much, Aldrin. I am a first time caller. I know. This is probably a record. This thing is planted. Uh, yeah, it has yeah. never happened so many times. Good evening, Pumza. Welcome. Uh, welcome Pumza. Thank you very much. And hello to your co-pilot there. He has a very interesting, interesting story as well. Thank you so much, Pumza. Thank you. Uh, mine is a little bit different. I am writing a memoir. Okay about my life and I thought I should call also mm. because people always ask me but what makes you think that anyone would like to read your story mm. and um, those I get a chance to I read the prologue to the book mm. and I'd like to read that to you today okay how long is it going to be more or less uh, it will not be more than three minutes Oh, three minutes is too long, uh, Pumza. Can you give us, can you squeeze in a minute? We just need to go um, for other calls. Please, 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 please. I'd really love to hear it, but we don't have enough time. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, okay, let me read the first part. Okay. Do you have a title for the book as yet? Yes, it is uh, called Fundamentally Anchored. Fundamentally um, Anchored. Okay. Yes. Okay, you can go and, ahead. Uh, Okay, I write this book because uh, my family and I went into political exile in mm. my first year of life. When mm. I was five, I was in a near-death, fled pain and made accident. Before I was 10, I experienced the 1986 Kingdom of Lesotho and dodged the apartheid South African police police in Maputo, Mozambique, when I was there for my physiotherapy consultations because, because we couldn't go back to South Africa mm. yet. You would be forgiven in thinking that this alone would be enough to sustain me for a pain-free life. But get this, it was only the beginning. I was to have two more car accidents, a childhood without my biological parents, a loss of a baby, an exciting career, and normal pain challenges. When you add the fact that I'm, in, I'm a very opinionated black South African woman mm. who has undoubtedly stepped on people's toes 
will want to read my story. Let me, let me leave it there. Yo. Um, I look forward to it. Um, if, once you have published, uh, please do send us a copy. Yeah? I shall do that. Thank you. But you know, the other thing about what you've just done, Pumza, is as, as you were reading that, it, it hit me that sometimes what happens in our country is when we speak about the liberation, we tend to center the liberation movement around a particular political party and a particular individuals affiliated to that political yeah. party. But there are stories of people um, that have worked very hard for the liberation of this country and sometimes even just fled the country because of the violence that was that was playing out. And we hardly get to hear those stories. So I think yours really would add to um, a vacuum that has been left open. So once you have that book ready, um, give us a call and uh, let's see what we can do. No, I thank you very much, Andre. Thank you. Thank you. Have, have a beautiful Pumza. weekend, Pumza. All right. Um, so we've come to the end of uh, we've come to the end of the show. Um, Sbu, your takeaway. My takeaway. Um, wow. So many inspirational stories. Um, one was the power of words. Mm. Words can change, can break, can heal, and can destroy. But today we heard so many stories about how words can actually create, mm -hmm. and they can give. It can actually grow. Mm -hmm. And um, from the story of I mean, th there's so much loss that has happened. It makes me think of that we all cannot beat death, but through life we can beat death sometimes. Yeah. So even if surrounded by death, let's live. By living, we're actually beating it somehow. Yeah. Choose life. Choose life. I choose life. Yeah. I, I, I choose life. I just quick, um, earlier on I was speaking about um, the story of Jennifer Hudson. Um, and the call that we got from, um, who's the lady again from George? Um, she's just, uh, Janelle, J yeah, Janelle, 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 Joel, Janelle, uh, Janelle yeah. George, yeah. Um, is, so Jennifer Hudson speaks about the, the toy drive that they have every year yes. in honor of her nephew. And if you are. And she says, he had to die so that other children can be happy. Yeah. And, I, and it's, such a, it's such a weird dichotomy for me that something so tragic had to happen for this moment of bliss yes. to happen for these kids. Yes. And that's the complexity about being a human being. Yeah. And sometimes actually out of the worst experience in your life, out of the devastating experience of your life, yeah. out of the, the loss that you've experienced, just look closely, there could be a silver lining. Yeah. There could be a silver lining. Take that silver lining, run with it in honor of the person perhaps that you've lost or in, even in honor of what you may have yeah, lost, lost yeah. and continue to choose life. Wow. Continue to choose continue life. Spoof. Spoofra. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so, so much. much. Thank you to everyone and thank you to your fantastic listeners for allowing me to be here and you, thank you for hosting and well, for being my, um, who's who's the co-host? Who's the co-pilot? Um, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the co-pilot. You okay? You're the co-pilot. Okay, today he's the co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, Alvin, for having me. It's been a ex wonderful experience. Yeah. one of my first loves. I've actually lived a dream today. The, so, yeah. Look at us. You yeah. see, making things possible. <laughs> <laughs> We've come to the end of our voyage. Thank you sure. once again for choosing Flight SAFM BTH three to six with me, Aldrin Simpia and Sbusiso Ngumalo. Uh, today we are playing out with uh, Holly P Monroe. This is 
goodbye. And our parting shot is from Vilma Rudolph, who once said, never, under, uh, never underestimate the power of dreams and the influence of the human spirit. We are all the same in this notion. The potential for greatness lives within each of us. Doesn't that remind you of the song, There's a Hero? <laughs> and Gwena's reading our credits this evening.